Hi everyone, welcome to Dilapo and Friends Do Better podcast. Um, I have a great episode here. I have two of my closest friends, Jill and Diamond. Do y'all want to go ahead and say hi to the listeners? Hey! Hi! Um, y'all want to introduce yourself? Tell them a little about yourselves each. <laughs> well, I gotta go first. <laughs> hi, I'm Diamond, current uh, fifth year senior at the University of North Texas studying mechanical and energy engineering with a minor in mathematics up in Denton, Texas. Uh, I work at Apple. Um, fitness guru yeah workout slim thick built not bought (laughs) (laughs) you know (laughs) but yeah um i'm jillian i graduated from auburn recently with a biomedical science degree um i've been trying to be on my fitness guru but (laughs) it's a work in progress but diamond really inspires me actually she inspires all of us um mine seems to be a up and down um series (laughs) up going on every three years you know lose weight um, getting back but uh yeah so today we're talking about well i mean we've been friends for a while i've known you for a long time seventh Seventh grade grade. i think all of us just seventh grade and then along the way became like closer but um what do y'all think like because we've had groups of friends that we were all mutual in what do you think made us like withstand time Mm -hmm. maturity Ooh, yeah. Mm. I just felt like all three of us was on something different. Like, not saying, like, we held our head up a little higher, but mm-hmm. we kind of did. And it was just, like, you recognize that in mm-hmm. women. Mm-hmm. Given the environment we were in, it was just maturity. That's a good one, yeah. Yeah, for sure. And we are also, like, we wanted better for ourselves. A lot mm-hmm. of people that we hung out with aren't doing much for themselves yeah. now. Mm-hmm. Ooh, not the- so. <laughs> So I'm saying, Just like, like read. you graduated from UT, you're graduated from Auburn, I'm about to graduate. Like, a lot of people ain't around here graduating. A lot of people busting out kids, busting out marriage, but we, like, we got more goals. We got more things that we want to do with ourselves before we get there. Mm-hmm. And I think that's also another reason why we all just stuck. And people we're black. Have, yeah. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. I think we had just, like, we were very similar. Like, we had some things that just kind of lined up, and then from there, like, I think we were very similar when it comes to like our sense of humor mm. and our, like you said, passion for just wanting to do well in life and just, you know, just being AP black girl kids. <laughs> yes. Because there wasn't that many of us. Yes. And so, um, yeah, I definitely think that's kind of why we've kind of withstood the time. But um, so, you know, four years of college. Um, do y'all have any crazy stories to share <laughs> with the podcast? Hey, my husband outside in his thought shorts right now, y'all. So just wait till I get back to Dallas tomorrow. We're going to have a problem. Oh not thought shorts, like some gray shorts. Yeah, some gray Nike shorts. No, ma'am. Oh. Not the gray shorts. Um, crazy stories. Crazy stories. On my 21st birthday, I took 19 shots. I don't remember. <laughs> that was the conclusion of yeah, the night. I remember I woke the night. Up, I had clothes on. I had I had a knot on my forehead. Oh my god! I couldn't remember. They're like, "Oh, you hit yourself on the desk on my <gasps> desk on the side of my bed." Like I woke up and I was, like, "Oh my god!" But yeah, still went out the rest of the weekend. So <laughs> <laughs> Diamond was the like of all of us. Every weekend. Oh, out, out and about, baby. She was out. Ah, she was like, I'm tired and this, but no, it never failed. And I feel like I know the inside of that place that you were. <laughs> <laughs> I already know the location and everything. Ugh. How about you, June? Mm. That's something that just blew your mind. Like, 
Dang, people live like this? <laughs> okay, so one story. So me and my best friend at the time, this guy had invited us to like hang out at his house or whatever. You know how we do just hang out, like mm-hmm. casual. There may be like wine coolers or wine, mm-hmm. you know. So me and her went and he had this really big rottweiler bulldog something like a combo of the boat the dog was really tall really scary really fat and it was just like stare at us mm. so we was like okay but he's like oh don't worry about it she's really sweet da, da. and um we were just sitting in his living room and we saw the pill bottles on the kitchen counter and so whenever he got up to go to the bathroom we was like oh we feel nosy like we're gonna take pictures of well, what is he taking like you know we're nosy we mm-hmm. want to know <laughs> and so as we're reaching up to grab it was like quite a few pill bottles like at least five six pill bottles so me and her like grabbing them to take pictures or like research them he's coming out of the bathroom i don't know why but we decided to run out the house (laughs) with his medicine bottles and the dog chased us down the street down the street he had the dog out he was just playing with y'all was he friendly no the dog was on kill mode The dog was out for blood. Damn. We just threw we just throw the pill bottles. I did memorize one of the names, and it was like a um, some type of UTI medicine. I was like, ooh, so uh. gross. But that was pretty crazy. Dang, the dog, sheesh. What? Ran right out the house, girl. We knew we was in trouble. But uh, Do y'all have any? Oh, I don't know if I have any crazy. Honestly, <laughs> I, I tried to keep that story as PG as I could. I was, um. I have no crazy... I literally try to think of one, and... I mean, Miami, we're not going to speak of that. <laughs> I was about to say, I'm you go on this one yeah. trip that one time. But, ah, you know, that... <laughs> um, but, yeah, I don't know. I don't have any... Every time I went, I was just... I went, came back, and... <laughs> me, I went, blacked out. <laughs> Somebody somehow brought me back. Got back. <laughs> somehow got back. Somehow got back. Woke up and was like, I got to go to but uh, what do y'all think? Like, how do you think we've changed over the four years? Like, we can go with one person, kind of mm. describe how we think we've changed. Or since we've known each other in high school. We glowed up hard. Oh, yeah. Hard. Oh, hard. I was... Beat. I didn't know how to do makeup. Even on my best days. <laughs> I was looking at my senior picture the other day, and I was like, Greasy. you decided on that eyeshadow? <laughs> shiny i'm still shiny raw let me tell y'all i was at so i work at a psychiatric hospital and there's this man i mean most of them i was working on the like most acute unit and he talks himself he goes on different rants he doesn't shower often Mm. and this man came by talked to me behind the nursing desk and was like you should wipe your forehead more often God, he was like, "Yeah, just do it periodically throughout the day, <laughs> because you're you're really shiny and stuff like that." And I was like, "Wow." He read you. I was like, "Somebody he read that you I should be in a pit- moment of mental clarity." <laughs> he read you. Somebody that I should be pitying. I was like, "This guy is even giving me advice." I was like, "That's fine." I was like, yeah, thank you, sir. All right, I'll work on it. I don't know. It's just how my skin operates. I'm very shiny, and all the kids I work with use it. You know how, like, I don't know, because they're, they're not bad kids, but a lot of them are. They have behavioral issues, and they use that against me all the time. Mm. Like, Miss your hair shiny. I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, I'm like all right. <laughs> but, um, yeah, and anyway, I guess I've changed with that. I'm, no, I'm still shiny. Um, 
But we can start one person. We could do Diamond. I personally feel like Diamond has... She became, I don't know, a lot of us became, all three of us become more spiritual in a sense mm. and kind of got in touch with that side of us. And all of, us, all of us have been on the whole path of like self-improvement and I feel like she's kind of championing that. <laughs> and what else? Dino's always been very real though, real and honest. Yeah, so. that's the Capricorn. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, that's what that is. <laughs> What do you think, Jill? Um, for me or for Diamond? For Diamond. Let's see. It's the... She's always been honest, but it's like, from now you can tell it's like from a place of love and not a place of I'm just reading you. Mm. And I feel like I've done, I've become the same way and I like, that's why I said it's the Capricorn in us mm. because like we be going hard for our friends mm. and people we care about. And how we say it doesn't come off as it's from a place of love. Mm -hmm. And I feel like we've probably been checked on that enough Mm -hmm. times to where we think about how we speak to people. So now it's like I'm very intentional with my words. And Mm -hmm. I've noticed that Diamond is very intentional about like how she posts on social media, like how she talks to people, the things that she posts. She's very just like positive Mm -hmm. and inspirational Mm -hmm. and just kind of like warm does that make sense yeah you've always been a leader like what i was thinking about like high like i was wearing my remember that shirt if it's too late whatever the drake saying that you made the shirt and that just had that shirt me too (laughs) and it's just the leader that she is like she would create shirts for like our senior class she would bring like materials to like the football games and she was just like a a leader in that sense she translated that into her life now whether it's at work or to the gym, or to her org, her sorority. So she just, even if she was a leader in, in college, she became more of a leader now. Yeah. Yeah. All right, let's do Jill. <laughs> I was, uh, if I start with Jill too, um, also became a lot more spiritual and just she she knows how to reflect on her life, and that's why I kind of learned from her too. And she's very. She, this girl can persevere. Like, <laughs> I, will ne- I will never give up in life because Jill has never given up in the this life. The universe be trying to knock me down. Oh my goodness. And oh. she, she's always, she makes everything, even though she's, I know you said sometimes that you feel like you're kind of, you make, you're negative in mm. sometimes when you look on your life. But I feel like even in those moments, if I kind of come with you with like my own, okay, I'm, this is how I feel bad, uh, bad about my life. You always turn in a light and I'm like, I can do it. Yeah. I told her my aunt Casper, I was like, I hate it. And she was like, girl, that's good. Like, yeah. this is, and I was like, and I approved. She's like, girl, you wrong with that. Like, and I was like, okay, thank you. And so she's always been an uplifter, but I think she's even become more of like an encouraging friend and for sure. I picking straight off off of that, like, man, you'll be going in on the manifestation. I'm like, I'm about to take this right now and start doing this. <laughs> mm-hmm. I'll be like, I need to know how to do this. I started reading, like that's my Pinterest. Mm-hmm. All my Pinterest is manifestation stuff now, mm-hmm. like the numbers and stuff. I haven't got good at the little three 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 numbers yeah. yet. But I have a screenshot of what they mean. So like her spiritual growth is just like amazing. And the way she just speaks stuff into existence, I'd be like, that's scary, but I'm about to start doing it. It is too. scary. <laughs> it's scary. Like, things will literally happen the next day. Mm-hmm. And it's just like, how come people don't know this? Mm-hmm. How come I haven't been doing this since day one? Mm-hmm. Like, what? And I feel like when she 
tries something, she goes like full force. And um, I've seen that, again, like what they're speaking about when it comes to spiritual stuff, when it comes to applying for grad school, when it came to just like her classes, she working out and stuff like whenever she really wants to do something, she definitely goes for it full force. Yeah, she always saw everything straight through. I mean, mm -hmm. that's even when we were in high school, like everything, like AP mm -hmm. classes, like me, I took that one <laughs> AP calc class. I was like, I'm not taking the exam. She's like, I'm taking this one, this one, this one, this one. And I'm gonna take the exam, the exam, the exam. And I was like, okay, you do that, you do that. <laughs> do that though <laughs> so she always saw everything doing even now she's still seeing everything through i mean like like you said the other day picking out apartments even though you're not there like mm -hmm. you seeing it through getting into grad school mm -hmm. you saw it through even like the stuff with your parents and stuff like that like you don't let nothing knock you down you're like i'm gonna get to point a from point b c d no matter what is in the way so like mm -hmm. like we we all have gone on our this is my favorite analogy i use is on to get to the wizard of oz we've all met all those people but we don't let them stop them from getting to where we want to be period because you can take advice but you don't have to let them deter you from like your vision and your plan because sometimes people can confuse you yes if you let them but really it's get just in like i just pray for so much alignment and it's it's scary like you said how it all is just like you will get all the signs all the right people will position themselves in your life and you're just kind of like what the mm -hmm. is is strange but it's just like this is how it's supposed to play out mm -hmm. and it's just like people can comment on it mm -hmm. or they can like observe from a distance but baby i'm aligned i don't know mm -hmm. about you but and they're able to live their life so you know take the opportunity to do yours the way you want to do it too because especially when it comes to like older or elders in our yes. life they've been able to do it <laughs> and it's like dang so you want to control my own but who was controlling yours <laughs> oh no i was Ah, my parents weren't that involved. No, let me do my own and, you know, hopefully, I mean, by God's grace, it'll work out the way it has to work out. Yeah. But, um... Are right. we doing you? you? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Your turn. <laughs> Is this you? <laughs> um, I'll go first. So, like, I see... In high school, I personally feel like Delapa was just really, like, shy and reserved. Not with people who she knew personally, like, on that level. Mm -hmm. Like, I knew Delapa was, like, you know, cool and outgoing and mm -hmm. funny, but, like, many people did not. Like, she just went to class, <laughs> did her work, and went home, like, literally. <laughs> if you caught her at a football game, it's, like, rare sighting. Right, it's, like, what are you doing here? Like, <laughs> I forgot you went to Oak Ridge. Like, what? Um, so, I just feel like she's really blossomed into who she wants to be, and she's very comfortable in her skin. It's, kind of like, an unapologetic... I'm here. This is me. I'm being honest. I'm being me. I'm, I don't know. It's just kind of like, here she is. I knew maybe like 30% of you, and now I know like 85. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's just like she's just so comfortable being her and letting other people witness it as well. It's like I knew Delapa was, had like a beautiful personality and a beautiful heart, but she only shared that with people, you know. Mm -hmm that you really like cared and loved and things but now you, you show it to the world and you have a podcast and all of that and it's just like that's really cool to see that you just you're you yeah. i think she kind of like took all of it <laughs> Say no for me too. but no for sure like like when we were in high school it was just like this little shell mm -hmm. now you hit that caterpillar phase you let ut beat you up <laughs> 
And then you blossom to this beautiful butterfly. I mean, like, from posting on Instagram, from wearing makeup, to the lace being laid. <laughs> lace! Like, what? Like, what? I would have never imagined mm-hmm. seeing you that way in high school. Mm-hmm. Uh, also, lace lace wasn't, like, a huge thing either. Yeah. But also, these new kids is different from what we <laughs> I was I did going. my box braids. <laughs> yeah. Threw a little color in the back sometimes. <laughs> what we was going through. So, it's just amazing to see, like, you just going from, like, this little... What's the beginning of the caterpillar? Yes, the what is it? Y'all, this is y'all, I'm, the cocoon. The cocoon. Yeah, like going from the caterpillar in high school to like the cocoon, building yourself, growing yourself, learning who you are yourself, mm-hmm. and just learning like everything within you. Because once you find yourself, and once you find that peace within yourself, you're unstoppable. You're a beast, mm-hmm. and you found that. Mm-hmm. It's amazing to see. Mm-hmm. Man, we're gonna be here crying in a minute. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! All right. Um, so, you know, every podcast, I end with, like, what y'all are trying to do better in your own lives. <laughs> uh, or if, first, let's do advice. What advice do you have for um, people who may still be in college, people who are even just a little younger as people that are our age and still haven't really gotten to where you are in certain, because, you know, some people are... We're experts in some things, or we've been advanced, more advanced than others in other things. But what advice would you give some of the women out there? It's and hard. Mm-hmm. It's hard. I'm not going to lie to you. It's hard. I tell my sister all the time. My sister, watch me break down because I be stressed. My mm-hmm. dad watch me. I, he just walk in. He just look. He just Because he, he don't know. I feel like sometimes our parents don't know what to say. They just be like, my dad's like, well, you know, they give the toughest battles to people. I'm like, I don't want to hear that right now. <laughs> I want you to tell me that you understand that this is hard and mm-hmm. let me cry. Mm-hmm. Like, it's hard. I mean, the class I just finally passed this fall, spring semester, I took it four times. Mm-hmm. Four Perseverance. times. Mm-hmm. Four times and finally came out with a B. Another class I thought I was going to fail because the dude sending me the answers. He's like, I got all the answers right. I'm like, man, I didn't get none of these answers. He texted me. He said, dang, I got to retake the class. I checked my grade. I got to see. Hmm. I damn near could have. I passed. I almost passed out. I had to grab mm-hmm. my dad. I was like, oh, my gosh. You know, like, it's hard. I'm not going to lie to nobody. It's not easy. You want, you might have to retake one class, two class. I've retaken too many to count <laughs> in my head because it's hard i've had to pay for classes outside of my financial aid because it's hard it's hard so don't let nobody else try to tell you no this is easy i made it through in four years and i think that's something that stuck on me so long mm-hmm. i was like oh all my friends are graduating in four years all my friends are graduating four years. i have to graduate in four years i have to graduate in four years and then when i finally realized like four years is not in my sight i was mm-hmm. like well regardless once i look at all my other engineering friends i was like Oh, they graduate when they're 23, 24. Mm-hmm. I'm going to graduate when I'm 23. I'm perfectly fine. Mm-hmm. Like, all these people have done this as long as I have. So, stop trying to rush yourself mm-hmm. to get to the end goal. Because regardless, you're going to get to the end. Yeah. Just not in the time that you think you are. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. How about um, you, Joe? I think my advice would be have those hard conversations. I feel like freshman year me was very, I was like scared to say how I felt about things. I was scared people would judge how I think about things or people wouldn't understand. And it's like junior and senior year, I've gained my close friends by just having those, like being really honest Mm -hmm. and like raw with people and not putting on this facade. So it's like, I talk about the things that are bothering me. I'm talking about how I deal with stuff. Like, and it's just like, you gain respect for them listening and it's like you open 
like trust is made and stuff like that. I just feel like sometimes women, especially black women, we're kind of programmed to be untrusting mm. and we're programmed to be competitive. Yeah. And it's just like, that's not how you make a tribe. Mm-hmm. That's not how you get your girlfriends. Like mm-hmm. you have to be open and honest and supportive and all of that. And it's like, I just learned that, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. it's like, I just have come full circle with that. Like I'm finally have my girls, mm-hmm. like y'all will be at the wedding. Y'all gonna mm-hmm. be in the wedding. Like, <laughs> so I just feel like, <laughs> just having those hard conversations like talk about it mm-hmm. whatever your it is mm-hmm. like find somebody who you, your their energy aligns with yours and just be like let's go get coffee i kind of want to talk about something and it's just like my my relationships with people have grown so much by doing that and it's just like i feel like i've missed out on so many opportunities to have a shoulder to lean on or to be a shoulder for somebody else because I have a wall or you know I like I don't allow people to be emotional or I don't allow people to express themselves so it's just like yeah hard conversations I like that I feel like I learned that too in college I don't know if you too done like where some people don't know you're upset Mm-hmm. And they will never know They'll you're never upset. They'll never know if you don't tell you them. say something. And it's so easy to just, like, get over hurdles. Even though it hurts. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know, this last... The last time it happened to me, one of my friends, something good had happened for them. Mm-hmm. And I think I told you that. And um, they were kind of like... They didn't want to tell me because they thought maybe I was upset about some, I don't know how to, you know when you try to leave details out, but they thought I would be upset about my own situation, so I wouldn't really appreciate something good happening to them. And him saying that rather than just keeping it to himself was definitely eye-opening to me. Like, it's just, the fact that he sent me that voice message told me that I'm growing up and we're going to have these difficult conversations where I have to be like, hey, look, I'm always going to be happy for you. I love you. And um, when things are good are happening for you, I'm also celebrating with you. Like, again, what you said with people are so used to the competition. Mm. They don't really understand like unconditional love and conditional support. And so, um, yeah, I definitely had to learn that. And just I remember one time, like my friends had left me at a party and I had, and I had oh walked home. God. I don't think they left me, but like they weren't responding. And so I walked home and I was just pissed. Yeah. And they're just like, oh, she wanted to leave early. In their mind, oh, she just wanted to leave early. She um, oh, no, probably caught a ride or something. Yeah. Oh, I was angry. Oh, I would have read y'all. People were walking, they were walking by me. I was like, oh, like, and I was waiting for their apology until finally I had to sit them down and be like, this really upset me. And they, they really they just didn't know. did it. They were just they like, know. oh, I thought she was tired. She wanted to, no, I was looking for y'all. And when I got frustrated, I couldn't find y'all weren't answering. I went home and... I remember just we have and you, sometimes you have to have that conversation a few times. Mm-hmm. I don't because I don't know some people think it's just that one conversation you let it go, but sometimes you just it comes up a few times where you're like, I don't know, I'm still kind of hurt by what you did this one time and it came up again, so we have to make sure we can the cycle has to stop. Mm-hmm. But, yeah. Dang, I didn't have one of those conversations. Y'all let me thinking because it's like some people like I go to therapy personally, love it. I and I some people don't ask me, but some people do ask me. I do have a white therapist. Some people are like oh that's bad you should have a black therapist like she needs to be black because you're black and i'm like i found this lady mm-hmm. and she stayed on my computer screen for three weeks until i finally called her mm-hmm. i was like i'm gonna stick with her and she's been amazing with me these last six months but like some people just want you to help pick them out of the dirt mm. and they don't realize like man i can't pick you out the dirt because i'm barely coming mm-hmm. out the dirt myself so mm-hmm. how am i supposed to pick you up when i'm 
dragging myself to come out too. You got to learn to pick yourself up mm-hmm. so I can pick myself up so when we're back at the top, we can work together. Mm-hmm. But if I'm trying to dig you out while I'm still digging myself, I'm just digging myself back down mm-hmm. to where I came from. Because mm-hmm. you sad, I'm sad. Mm-hmm. And then some people just think like, oh, you're not checking on me. I'm like, man, I, I want to check on you. Ooh. But I'm trying to check on myself because mm-hmm. I'm about to lose it over here. Period. You wasn't over here with me crying the other day. Mm-hmm. But Period. you think I'm just not checking on you. I'm rough i'm going mm-hmm. through it or people want or some people just want to like when you when you're sad you're going through it people want to call you and text you and talk to you all day and they get mad when you don't want to talk back i'm like how can i tell you how i'm feeling when i don't even know how i'm feeling myself mm-hmm. when i'm in just i call i call most of my time just a gray area like i'm just in this gray space looking at myself trying to figure out if i'm gonna go left right turn around and go back out and come or what am i gonna do but how can I tell you how I feel if I don't even know what this is, I, what I can call this? Mm-hmm. And some people don't understand that. So having those hard conversations, I think I got to have one. Because people just want you to be there for them when you're not even there for yourself. Mm-hmm. Ooh. Ooh. Yeah. People are entitled. <laughs> that entitlement. Mm-hmm. That entitlement to you. Like, hold on. Like, I, I don't know. I tell a lot of my girlfriends, like, why are we so pressed to be in a relationship with people who are not whole it's just like make yourself whole Mm -hmm. and then you will find a partner who is also whole because when you're whole yourself you can see in other people where they're broken Mm -hmm. because you've been there Mm -hmm. but you've healed it it's it's up to you whether you want to be his or hers punching bag kind Mm -hmm. of you know and it's just like i feel like that breaks us when we're just like, I'm trying to fix him. I'm trying to fix him. Mm-hmm. I can help him. And it's just like, sometimes you got to let people help themselves. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You got to let them dig themselves up. Like Diamond was saying, it's just like, And you're exhausted once again, by the time you want to get married. Yeah. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> We're all going to be the rich aunties. Like, hey, that's all. Like, mm, For sure. I mean, even going into the relationship aspect, I mean, the person that I told you I was talking to, mm-hmm. we didn't talk anymore. And then once we stopped talking, he went to therapy. Then I went to therapy. And now we both just a lot better than we were. Mm. So now we slowly, you know, itching back and forth at each other because we're like, okay, you know, this is better than what it was before. Healing, yeah. Yeah, so it's just like, and then even though, like, when we get to the have the conversation of do we want to try this again, it's like, do we want to try this again with therapy? Mm. Because we gonna, somebody, you're going to come to mine, I'm going to have to go to yours because we're going to talk about something. Because <laughs> we're going to clear up everything that happened in the past yeah. to move forward. Because you can't, I'm, gonna be, I'm still going to be like, you, that girl still texts you. Mm. That still hurt my feelings, and you don't understand. Mm-hmm. I've healed from it, but now we need to talk about it so you can understand where I'm coming from. Yeah. And a professional knows which angle to come from, because you might forget. You, you thought, oh, I fixed this part, then everything else is good, but you know, this, this, mm-hmm. and that still upsets you. But, yeah, man, therapy. I don't know. I haven't tried it yet. Well, I have, I went as a kid, but I haven't gone as an adult. Mm-hmm. Amber, like, accidentally missed. I scheduled one. <laughs> <laughs> and then I saw a $50 fee that I missed it. I was like... <laughs> I went to one, and my intentions of going to one was to get Adderalls because Adderall, mm. because you know my classes were just beating me up, and I was like, I can't study, I can't go to class, I can't sit down. Like, you have to study for like eight hours straight, mm-hmm. you know, y'all know, mm-hmm. and it's hard, and Fatigue. it just like that's what it was. It was just I'm at the end of the road, and I'm exhausted now. I went to therapy and she ended up telling me things I wasn't ready to hear. She was like, no, baby, you're depressed. And I was like, ah. <laughs> excuse me? <laughs> she, I was like, I thought I was coming here convincing you I had ADHD. Not that I was depressed. Mm-hmm. Not that I have social anxiety. And she was like, well, I can't. 
you don't you don't need Adderall. You need X Y Z. And I was just like, I need to go. Mm-hmm. I'm not ready to face that I've been depressed. Mm-hmm. I'm not ready to face that I have anxiety. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-mm. so it's like I feel like you have to be ready to commit yeah. to therapy because. It's not just a going. It is going to have a conversation, but it is like go in, have a conversation, and do the work, yeah, mm-hmm. and commit to yourself. And mm-hmm. it's just like I was not ready. I was like, and listening to the things that she don't tell you. My therapist be like, "Why did you do that? Mm-hmm. You know you shouldn't have done that. You know you should have texted that boy. <laughs> you know you shouldn't have went over there. You need you, you shouldn't be doing this stuff." Like you're right, you're right, but I don't want to hear that right now. Mm-hmm. Right. But then I'll be like, when I leave, I'm like, she right. Because now that she tells me stuff, like, I went and done something the other day, and then I just hated myself. I was like, I'm so disgusted mm-hmm. because I know that she holds me to a higher standard. And she's telling me what to do. And look at me, I'm not doing it. Mm-hmm. Not within myself. I'm just like, pure disgust because I'm not doing the work that needs mm-hmm. to be done to move from X to Z. Like, mm-hmm. I'm staying in X. I'm still lollygagging over here, but I'm never going to get to Z if I don't listen to what she's mm-hmm. telling me to do. Because it really is work. And then, like, not all of us can have that accountability partner in our family or our friends. Yeah. So, like, I guess, yeah, I've never thought of it like that. That you really have somebody that you're... Because you're going to go to another session. Mm-hmm. And she's going to ask you to recap <laughs> the last two weeks. Real, real, real. She's like, so, what happened? She, and she knows. And I, she knows everything from every boy name mm-hmm. to every scenario to every time I go to the doctor. She knows. She's, mm-hmm. She knows everything. So, she be on it. Mm-hmm. She booked up right now the whole month. I don't know how, but she needs to come on. Cause she she not know what's going on outside the world. I, I, I need to see you That's tomorrow. why she booked. Yeah. I'm like, I need you to put me in a cancellation. Make a something. Because it's hard out here in these streets. streets. These black streets for sure. <laughs> uh, for me, my advice would be that... I don't know what my advice is because every, every semester was another advice. Ooh. Every sometimes every month was another advice, but I would say you know don't let fear dictate what you do in this life. I remember I had a lot of fear in college. It dictated um, whether or not I studied for my calculus. I'm like, oh well, I'm just scared about how I'm going to do on the test. I procrastinate, but I know I can do good in chemistry. So let me just work on this, and then the calculus will fall. And just how am I even going to get to my goal and stuff like that? And so fear dictates a lot. Oh, let me. I should change my career path. Maybe I should change my major. Mm-hmm. And so, oh man, that's the one right there. <laughs> so once you have, I was like, can I go to nursing school? <laughs> like, is it Bro. too late? Is it too late? I was like, ah, PA school is only two years. Let me go. Then I realized that one's even harder. So I went back to MD. <laughs> It's hard to get into PA school. I was like, all right, never mind. I mean, I got advised for business. I got advised for integrative studies. I got advised for everything. I was like, I'm, I'm going to figure something out. I looked at every... I watched YouTube videos on how to be a on the business side of a hospital. I have every... I still centered around healthcare because I was right. like, this is what I want to do. Yeah. But I was like... And I was like, hey, man, you know, $30,000 a year would... <laughs> I can make it work. <laughs> But, I mean, no offense to anybody who's out there. Yeah. But, I mean... Hey, do your thing. But, it's a big jump from where I was... (laughs) From where my um, other goal is. And, you know, we always want to be better than our parents. But, man, just don't let fear dictate what you do. And, you know, do everything with your fullest. But at the same time, know when you have to take a break. Because the semester is where I was exhausted and... I would spend hours, like, outside of, like, I would leave at, for my 8 a.m., and I wouldn't get back to my apartment until, like, 3 a.m., and, mm. you know, sometimes even the competitiveness or the want to keep up with other people will keep you in that library, I'm like, oh, she's not going home, so why am I going home? Mm-hmm. Or just even the, 
the shame sometimes that you feel when you sleep. Mm-hmm. Oh my god. <laughs> Let me so, get up real quick. It's so unhealthy. So just mind your mental health too when you're in college and even when you're because we're gonna go through different things in life. Like that's why I keep on realizing the lessons we're learning now, we're gonna use it later. The whole thing of like um oh some people are graduating four years, but I need five. It will happen again when people are getting married and you're looking at that 20, 31, and some people have already completed their So again, it's like, we don't have to learn these lessons. Right? Basically. We don't have to learn these lessons again every single time. You just have to use the tools and apply it to, oh, like, oh, they're having kids already. Where are my own kids? Oh, she's getting a promotion. Where's my own promotion? She bought a house, but I want to buy a house. So just the lessons that you can learn now, just use the tools later in life some other you might even get married by 25 and one of your other and then you don't have kids until 32 but your other friend is still waiting to get married by 32 (laughs) and had a child in the same year that she got married so it's like life we're all on different paths we all have different stories but um definitely find people jill and diamond like jill and diamond that are you know you can ride it out with for the long run We've been riding. Yeah. We've been riding. Riding, I know. Seventh grade, 13, 22 now. Yeah. Oh <laughs> but yeah, there's definitely a lot more life to live. Mm. Um, do y'all have any things that y'all are doing better at the moment? Mm. It's like right now, I have so many tabs open in my mind. We have George Floyd. We have Sandra Bland. I have academic stuff. I have not feeling good enough stuff i have this that, and the third and it's just like mm-hmm. too much too much too much but it's like relax mm-hmm. you you can think about all these things you can read about all of these things and it's just like jillian stop getting so overwhelmed with every little thing like i've noticed i get it's like i didn't know the word for it and it's overwhelmed mm-hmm. it's just like relax mm-hmm. take a deep breath and it's hard for me to like identify when it's just too much like Jillian get off of Twitter mm-hmm. if I see one more black person slapped by a police officer like I won't be able to pick up my phone tomorrow like mm-hmm. <laughs> it's too much it's just like so I'm working on identifying when I'm just feeling super anxious like super overwhelmed super not good enough super all of that it's just mm-hmm. working on identifying that and just being like go read a book Mm-hmm. Go work out. Mm-hmm. Go eat some fruit. <laughs> Go mind your business. Like, <laughs> I should be killed with the fruit. <laughs> watermelon. Eat watermelon. If you're really hungry, eat mm-hmm. watermelon. That is the key because it's um, the it's water. water. Gonna fill you up. No calories. Mm-hmm. Watermelon. Um, but for me right now, I mean, like black people, I'm. I was the other day. I was just watching my sister and mom bust out crying. She was Aww. like, "What's wrong?" I was like. Because for me, the situation, well, my nanny was um, in the house and we were watching the George Floyd uh, protest, whatever, and she was like, kind of like mocking what the people were saying. And I was like, stop doing that. That's ugly. Mm-hmm. Like, that could be me. Mm-hmm. Like, I could be Breonna Taylor. I live alone mm-hmm. in Denton, mm-hmm. an apartment by myself. Mm-hmm. I drive back and forth from D- Dallas to Houston three times, three times this week already. <laughs> so, like, in the last month, mm-hmm. so I'm like, this could be me getting pulled over drug out my car and y'all don't know where I'm at because I'm ain't nothing on 45 north or south ain't nothing there mm. some woods mm-hmm. and the McDonald every three five exits that's it so it's just like 
being overwhelmed that like so much is going on that this could be us this could be my friend this could be my dad mm-hmm. and then my dad walked in my room he was like hey my cousin called me he's like yeah you know we all used to hang out with george floyd at the house oh in my god Boop, at, you know bay bay house or whatever i was like he's oh like he's like god. i don't remember he's like i'm trying to remember but he called like his cousin called and i was like what you? yeah I, I didn't want to know mm. But what was funny was I had been having dreams that my dad knew George Floyd. Mm. Mm. This manifestation, right? <laughs> Aligning, what? Oh man! So it was like just being. Right now, I'm just so overwhelmed. But I mean, also like right now, I'm taking two summer classes. I'm like trying to like make sure I actually do my schoolwork. But I'm like, eh, I'm not gonna get on there because online. But then I'm like actually do my schoolwork, and then also like cutting out like toxicity, like mm. people who men mm. who are being ugly. Mm. That that this is what it is. Like men who are being ugly. I think I saw a tweet on Twitter. It was like, if she gives in after saying no, that's sexual assault. Mm-hmm. And I was like, that was me the other day. Because mm-hmm. I told this person I did not want to do anything, mm-hmm. and it was just, and you finally just like whatever. Let's get it over with so I can get on, leave, and go back to where I came from. And I was like, oh, I don't want this in my life. Mm-hmm. So I falsely told this person. I was like, oh, I'm moving back to Houston when my lease is up. I think we should just stop talking. I was like, for real? I was like, yeah, I just think it's best. It wasn't working. Blah, blah, blah. I was like, oh, okay. Haven't heard from him since. Mm. It's going to be a surprise when I'm still in Dallas. But it's like, I don't even want that communication no more. So I have to lie yeah. to tell you, like, leave me alone. Mm. And it sucks that it has to be that way. But I'm like, it's for the best because I can't. Yeah. It's that, that was, like she said, not aligning with what I want. Mm. And I was like, man, it's crazy. So, like, just trying to, like, be better. Like, not let anyone deteriorate me like oh you only want to talk to me when da, 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 da. oh you've been in houston the whole pandemic i can't talk to you well i work at apple <laughs> <laughs> one <laughs> if you need an apple product i can get you 15 percent off right now mm-hmm. like what you know just excuses excuses mm. excuses and excuses are tools of the weak and incompetent Ooh, mm. used to build monuments nothingness mm. those who excel in it they sell in anything else but excuses so just learning like i don't gotta take no shit Period. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna do my school work. I'm gonna still go to the gym because it's still built, not bought. Mm-hmm. And hopefully, I'm gonna get married. You know? <laughs> <laughs> hopefully. <laughs> hopefully. <laughs> hopefully. <laughs> and my husband get together. Mm-hmm. He's working on himself right now. He just is. Like, yeah. He knows. That's the thing. He, he already knows. So it's just like now we just. It's like gumbo. Let it, oh, make, yeah. let, it, let, it, let it cook. Let it simmer. Let it simmer. So then once it's ready, it's just going to be like, oh, mm. it's fire. That's all y'all need to know. And when we pop up together, that's all it is. I'm so ready to pop up. I just want the people to know <laughs> uh, that I'm You will I'm only ready. post pictures on our wedding day. <laughs> Period. Okay. <laughs> we won't know anything. She so just send us. The, well, I mean, we will know. I will send y'all the invite. <laughs> I hope. The rest I hope I get an invite. Like, hey, man. Like, uh, surprise, go get y'all's dress real quick. I was like, like, I didn't know y'all were that serious. Oh, I was like, yeah. be serious. <laughs> she said, it's this weekend. I was like, what? I gotta go to work. Call in. <laughs> but uh, I would say for me, what I'm doing better, actually, what I'm trying to do better is um, settle down. Mm. Like, settle into this time of my life. I don't know. I've been having so much difficulty with that. I don't know if because my work schedule has been changing or just, you know, whenever one goal goes farther in the future you start i I don't know i'm a goal-oriented person so i was like okay i gotta buy my car so i was working 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 let me buy this car okay now i'm thinking oh maybe i should you know i don't know now i'm thinking just be rich and so (laughs) i'm like let me buy a house 
and then I can rent that out and that's money on the side. I'm already thinking like, what can I do in this year for it to be worth it? And I don't know. So it's just trying to settle when it comes to my goals, my aspirations. And with my, like, I need to settle in with what I eat, settle in with what I, how I work out and stuff like that. And so just trying to settle in this season and still, I don't know. I haven't gotten completely used to being home again. Mm -hmm. I keep on thinking next fall, I'm going off to like going back to Austin or something. So, Mm -hmm. um, just trying to settle in this time of my life. I'm trying to get. It. I was like, I gotta go. <laughs> okay, I'm so ready. Yeah, I was like, Apple. They was like, oh, you can. They said like, you. They, she might manage today. She's like, I mean, you working in the store on Monday. I was like, yes, ma'am. Yes, I'm the leader tomorrow. <laughs> and I was like, if y'all close down, we opening back up regardless. So what they've been doing? Just <laughs> pay um, mail. Just, oh, pay you? Yeah, but well, I've been getting paid this whole time. <laughs> well, I'll be in there. <laughs> yeah. Wow. I sit at home. See Apple. Wow. I sit at home and do absolutely nothing. Actually, I do my training modules that I'm supposed to do, and I get on my virtual downloads and stuff on the weekends. <laughs> but I get paid to do nothing, honestly. Wow. But we've been honest on this podcast. They should have fired me because unemployment is way better than how much I'm getting paid right well, now. Well, some people just dropped off on my job. I was like, what happened to them? <laughs> I was like, we actually need more. people right now. <laughs> Oh my goodness. That's such a sad reality. Huh. You can get paid more for not working than at your actual job. Mm-hmm. Like the reality of that and just apply it nationally. It's yeah. just like there's literally people out there who have nothing and they've been had nothing for months. Mm-hmm. Of course they're out there angry and mad. It's all been compounding. Mm-hmm. It's just been tragedy over tragedy. Over just, tragedy. And we're not used to this at all. Mm-hmm. Like, I still don't get it. Like, that the whole world kind of just stopped. Like, the, like I mean, the whole world. Mm-hmm. Like, not just us, not our community. It's not a Katrina. It's not a forest fire. It's, I don't know. Everyone. Mm-hmm. Like, everyone's in their house. Mm-hmm. They ain't got nothing to do. Like, we all have to sit at home. Like That's why I'm like, I feel like, I, I don't know, I've said this to other people, like, everybody lost something like whether it's a graduation whether it's a wedding whether it's a job whether it's a research opportunity it's a whatever like a vacation like everybody lost something on a vacation that went on a cruise i don't know what you're talking about (laughs) right Thank you guys Thank for listening you. to this podcast. Um, I hope y'all have a safe and amazing June. Do y'all have any parting words? Just want to say bye. Thank you, Delapo, for having me. This yeah. was fun. I mean, because I've been sitting in my house <laughs> watching Netflix. <laughs> now I got to go back to work. <laughs> All right, y'all. Thank you for listening. All right, bye.